0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, April 4th, and this is your FT News Briefing. First, Theresa May and labor leader Jeremy Corbyn kick off negotiations on the future of Brexit. Then, Unicredit prepares a multi-billion euro bid to take control of Commerce Bank. Next, Facebook users had their personal information exposed by way of Amazon. I'm Mark Filippino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Prime Minister Theresa May sat down with Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn on Wednesday to talk about the future of Brexit. The talks signaled that the government could accept Labour's main demand, a customs union with the EU. Downing Street and the Labour Party called the talks constructive, and Corbyn told the BBC... There hasn't been as much change as I expected, but we are continuing to
1: have some discussions uh, to explore some of the technical issues surrounding it, Um, and the meeting was useful but uh, inconclusive.
0: Both sides are planning to appoint negotiating teams for today's discussions. Italian bank Unicredit is preparing a rival multi-billion euro bid to take control of Commerce Bank. Unicredit's plan would involve taking a stake in Commerce Bank worth 9 billion euros. Sources told the FT that Unicredit would then merge the stake with HVB, the German lender Unicredit already owns. Commerce Bank has been in talks with Deutsche Bank over a possible merger, but those merger talks have recently become shaky. And although it's unlikely that Unicredit would make a bid right now, several sources told the FT that the Italian bank is ready to make a move should the negotiations fall apart. The FT reports that Facebook users had their personal information exposed through Amazon's cloud computing servers. The cybersecurity group UpGuard says it discovered the harvested Facebook user data by third-party apps. Those apps use Amazon Web Services to run their businesses. Amazon released a statement saying, quote, As is the case on premises or anywhere else, application builders must ensure that changes they make to access configurations are protecting access as intended, end quote. The data leaked included account names, email addresses, and comments posted on Facebook. UpGuard says it's unclear how long the data were exposed for. Facebook also released a statement saying it worked with Amazon to take down the databases once it was alerted to the issue. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. Earlier this week, the Federal Aviation Administration said that Boeing still needed to do more work to ensure its software update will fix any issues with the 737 MAX jet. Boeing is still under the microscope. In the past six months, two Boeing 737 MAX jets have crashed, killing 346 people. Sylvia Pfeiffer is the FT's industry editor. She walked us through Boeing's long road ahead and what this experience means for the industry as a whole.
1: Boeing is under attack on all fronts. And at the same time, the FAA is also under fire over the certification process of the Max jet. So there have been suggestions in recent weeks since the Ethiopian crash that the FAA was too close to Boeing and didn't follow a rigorous enough process when it certified the jet.
0: What does this mean for Boeing's business?
1: So Boeing um, could face billions of dollars in compensation payments to airlines with the grounded planes legal settlements with the families of the victims of the crashes both in ethiopia and indonesia delivery delays and then of course the costs of the software fix and, and repairing the existing aircraft what we do know is that the 737 is boeing's best-selling plane so there is a lot at stake the max secured around 5,000 orders which are worth billions of dollars and the company has so far delivered. 356 of those, including the two that crashed, and 29 of the larger MAX 9 jets. So one analyst suggested to us a couple of weeks ago that airlines are losing about $75,000 a day in revenue on each grounded max so if it were to last 90 days it could cost boeing 2.5 billion dollars one silver lining for boeing is that airbus its arch rival which produces the a320neo is itself running at full tilt but airbus probably couldn't even deliver more aircraft than it already is it wouldn't be able to cope with any additional orders in the time frame that these airlines would need it so that's a very very small Silver lining for Boeing,
0: and what has all this done to Boeing's share price?
1: So, at the end of the first week after the March the 10th crash, um, the shares had fallen about 10 percent, I think, over that week, which shaved about 23 billion dollars off Boeing's market cap. In terms of actual share price numbers, I was just having a quick look, and before the crash, the share price or the shares were trading above 440 dollars a share. They dropped as low as $362 a share towards the end of March.
0: How is this affecting air travel? Are these costs coming through to passengers yet?
1: No, no, not, no. No, they, they're not uh, impacting costs of passengers. Uh, what passengers are experiencing is disruption to flights. The airlines that fly the MAX have had to rejig their schedules to accommodate the grounding of the jets. A number of airlines are wet-leasing aircraft where you hire a jet and crew to replace the MAX so passengers aren't facing extra costs, but they are facing or have faced
0: disruption. There's a new report expected out today regarding the crash and what exactly went wrong. How do you expect the plane manufacturing industry to move forward from here?
1: I think the thing is for the industry, um, there's possibly a change that will come because it'll change the appetite for risk among manufacturers the regulators, possibly the engine companies as well. The industry has been running at full tilt with record order backlogs from airline customers uh, for several years. And at the same time, they've been bringing out new models and new engines have all been introduced in recent years. And possibly people might come out and sort of say, it's time to take a step back and focus more on risk management. So I think that the risk appetite of the industry will definitely change on the back of this crash.
0: You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following day two of the meeting of NATO foreign ministers in Washington, D.C. Yesterday, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg addressed Congress as part of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization's 70th anniversary. There is uneasiness over the occasion, with U.S. President Donald Trump wanting NATO allies to increase their defense spending. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.
1: Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter.
0: Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America,
1: N.A., copyright 2024.